kids, welcome back. I hope you're rested up from Egypt because we're about to land in Israel. Let's check in. It's a short flight, so we better hurry. Gregory awoke to the captain's voice. We'll be landing in Tel Aviv in 20 minutes. The plane was descending. 20 minutes? It seems like we just took off, remarked Gregory. We did, said Shelley. The flight from Cairo to Tel Aviv is only one hour. It's been our shortest flight yet. I'm glad, said Meg. I'm anxious to see Israel. I did a report last year on the Dead Sea. Dead Sea? questioned Benedict. What do you mean, Meg? How can a sea be dead? Oh, Benedict, just wait and see. Shelley instructed the group as they departed the plane. My friend Yosef and his family will meet us here and take us to our hotel. They just had a new baby. I hope they bring her. As the group was waiting in the airport, Shelley spotted Yosef. Yosef, over here! She shouted as she waved both arms up high. Yosef released a huge grin as he heard Shelley's voice and he ran toward her. Shelley! Shalom! Shelley hugged Yosef and returned the greeting. Shalom, Yosef! She turned and addressed the group. Shalom means peace. That is how we say hello and goodbye in Israel. She continued with introductions of everyone. Yosef's family soon showed up behind him. Everyone, this is my mother, my father, and my new baby sister, Dahlia. Her name means flower. Joseph beamed as he gently kissed Dahlia on the cheek. He was very proud of her. She's beautiful, said Miss Poach. She extended her baby finger and Dahlia grabbed onto it. And look, she likes me. Miss Poach smiled warmly at the baby. Come, let's get everyone to the hotel, and then you come to our home tomorrow, said Yosef's father. We will celebrate Shabbat, and we would like you to be our guests. What's Shabbat? asked Mag. It's a special meal we have each week to set aside time for family, rest, recreation, and thankfulness, replied Yosef. You will learn more tomorrow. The group took a minicab to the hotel and settled into their rooms. Yosef's father gave Shelley directions to their home. We've moved since you were here last, Shelley. We needed more room, he said as he lovingly looked at Dahlia and smiled. We'll be there tomorrow, assured Shelley. Yosef and his family departed, and the rest of the group relaxed at the hotel for the afternoon. The next day after breakfast and morning lessons, the group spent the day at the hotel beach on the Mediterranean Sea. This is a beautiful sight, remarked Miss Poach, as she and Shelley sat at a table under the umbrella. I love being near the water. It's so peaceful. The Mediterranean Sea stretches over several continents, replied Shelley. It goes from the Atlantic Ocean in the west to the continent of Asia in the east. It also separates Europe from Africa. Shelley, is this the Dead Sea that Meg was talking about? Asked Benedict. No, Benedict. The Dead Sea is on the other side of the country. We'll see that another day, replied Shelley. Okay. Benedict ran into the water with the other eggs. A few hours later, the egg's parents brought some lunch to the beach. They all feasted on kebabs, which are small pieces of meat mixed with spices on a stick, and a vegetable salad. It was delicious. After a long afternoon at the beach, everyone went back to their rooms to rest and freshen up. They were excited about going to Yosef's home for Shabbat that evening. The afternoon rest left everyone feeling refreshed and ready to go. Shelley hailed a minibus and gave the driver directions to Yosef's home. They arrived in time to see Yosef's mother lighting candles on the beautifully set dinner table. 
Welcome to our home, she smiled. She motioned for them to take their seats. Our Shabbat meal begins with lighting candles. This is lovely, remarked Miss Poach. Your tableware is gorgeous. Everyone washed their hands before eating, which is a ritual of Shabbat. After that, Yosef and his family began to sing a song. Yosef's father offered thanks. And the meal was then ready to be eaten. There was chicken, stew, and some fish. There was also bread twisted like a braid. What is this bread called? asked Sigourney. It's delicious, and I like the shape of it, too. It is called challah bread, replied Yosef. My mother prepares the dough, lets it rise, and separates it into long strips. Then she braids them together. Sometimes I help her. When Dahlia gets bigger, she will help too. Before I put it in the oven, I brush it with egg yolk, added Yosef's mother. Just then, baby Dahlia began to cry. Oh my, excuse me. Yosef's mother got up from the table to tend to her. Shelly addressed Yosef and his father. Everything is wonderful. We really appreciate the opportunity to share this meal with you and your family. The rest of the group also offered their compliments and praises for the outstanding evening. Just then, Yosef's mother came into the room with Dahlia crying in her arms. Come, she said to Yosef's father with urgency. Dahlia has a high fever. We must get her to the hospital right away. Shelly, can you stay here with Yosef until we return? Of course, Shelly replied. We will help in any way we can. Yosef's parents raced out of the house into the hospital. Yosef had a look of great concern on his face. Do you think Dahlia will be okay? He asked as tears began to roll down his cheeks. She is my only sister, and I love her so much. He turned and buried his head into Reggie's mom's shoulder, who was sitting next to him. Reggie's mom took Yosef into another room and sat him in a comfortable chair. Sit here and rest now, Yosef. Your parents will be back soon, and Dahlia will be feeling a lot better. The doctor will help her. The rest of the group cleared the table while the eggs joined Yosef. Don't worry, Yosef, comforted Sigourney as she held his hand. Dahlia will be okay. Reggie offered a story. One time, when my cousin Peggy was little, she had a high fever too. I was very worried about her, but everything turned out okay. Really? whimpered Yosef. Yes, assured Reggie. Dahlia will be as good as new once she gets some medicine. Coach Flo entered the room. Let's turn on the lights. It's a little dark in here, she said as she went to flip the light switch. No, shouted Yosef. It's still Shabbat. We do not use electricity until tomorrow evening when it is over. Bring the candles in here for some light. No electricity, questioned Benedict. Why? It is to remind us to stay focused on our togetherness and thankfulness. Look, we can play a board game if you want. Soon, Yosef heard the front door open. It was his parents. His mother had Dahlia in her arms. Yosef ran up to her, but his father cautioned him to be very quiet as he put his fingers to his lips. Shh, Yosef, we just got Dahlia to sleep. Is she okay? He quietly asked. Yes, Yosef, his mother replied as she hugged him close to her. The doctor gave her some medicine and the fever is coming down. She has an ear infection that will take a few days to clear up, but she will be okay. Yosef felt a rush of relief inside of him. He gently kissed Dahlia on the cheek as she slept in her mother's arms. He then looked around the room at everyone with a smile. He was very thankful that Dahlia would be all right and that his friends were there with him to calm his fears. He said softly, This has been the best Shabbat ever.
thank you. That's what it's all about, Yosef, replied his father, giving thanks and spending time with those who love and care for us. Everyone said goodnight and headed back to the hotel. The next week, Yosef and his father had a surprise for the eggs. They boarded a bus for the one-hour ride to Jerusalem, the capital of Israel. We are going to the old city, informed Yosef's father. Why do they call it the old city, asked Sigourney. Because it was originally built around 1004 BCE, and it is surrounded by ancient walls. It is very beautiful, answered Yosef proudly. The group arrived outside of Jerusalem and immediately noticed the entrance gate. It was a magnificent stone structure with a tall, grand opening. There are 11 large gates to enter the city, but only seven are open, explained Shelley. This one is called the Jaffa Gate. Let's go in. As the eggs passed through the stone entranceway, they were in awe of its splendor. I feel like I'm back in time, said Gregory, looking around at all the stone walls as he walked. You really are, said Yosef. The old city has much history to share. It is a sacred site for three major religions, and each contributes an important part to the history of the city. As the group entered Jerusalem, they were immediately greeted with street vendors of all kinds, selling their merchandise. They were waving at the group and inviting them to look at their stands and to come into their shops. This is marvelous, exclaimed Miss Poach. Look over there at those beautiful scarves. Miss Poach wandered over to the vendor and sifted through the multitude of lovely scarves. She chose a silky purple and yellow one with a floral design. This one reminds me of the bouquet of flowers the children gave me last year at their baseball game. I'll take it. She paid the vendor and immediately wrapped the vibrant scarf around her neck. Miss Poach, that's beautiful, commented Meg. The group continued walking through the city. Follow me, said Yosef. He led them through the city and up onto a walking path. They found themselves on top of a part of the wall that surrounded the city. We are walking along the ramparts. These walking paths give you a view of the city from up high. Wow, exclaimed Gregory. This is awesome. Look how high we are. We're on the top of the wall. We can see everything from here. Everyone was amazed at the view from the top of the ancient wall. They saw a mix of old and new structures as they looked inside the city and then turned around to look outside of the city. Look over there, Benedict shouted as he pointed to some children flying kites a little further down the walking path. That reminds me of when we flew kites in Japan, remember? Yes, Benedict, we remember, replied Miss Poach. But we don't want a repeat of when you fell, so please be careful up here. Yosef led them for a short while on the path as everyone took in the sights. They eventually ended back on the streets of Jerusalem. That was very cool, said Reggie. Thanks, Yosef. The last part of the afternoon in the old city was spent on a tour. The group followed the tour guide as he explained a detailed description of the city of David. This part of ancient Jerusalem was ruled by King David around 1004 BCE. There was a beautiful temple built here, and there are also tunnels. Tunnels! exclaimed Benedict as he began to run ahead. Can we go exploring? Coach Flo held Benedict back by his shoulders. Hold on, Benedict. Don't go exploring again like you did in Egypt. We lost you for a while, remember? Yes, I remember, replied Benedict. But I did rescue Zara, he added with a confident grin. I know you did, said Coach Flo as she kindly smiled at him and tousled his hair. 
We will all go together into the tunnel of Shiloh, said the tour guide. Come, I will show you the way. Everyone followed the tour guide into a tunnel that became a shallow water channel. This tunnel is an amazing engineering achievement. It was carved out of solid rock. We are walking in ankle-deep water because this tunnel was a water channel made to bring fresh water into the city from the nearby spring. Uh, uh, excuse me, Miss Poach nervously addressed the tour guide as she tapped him on the shoulder. It's getting a little dark in here. Will we run into anything scary? The tour guide chuckled. Nothing scary here. However, I brought a torch so I can light our way. The tour guide lit the large torch. The eggs were startled at first by the intense flame as it whooshed upward. That sure is bright, commented Meg. I feel much safer now, said Miss Poach as she stayed close behind Coach Flo. Is the water we are walking in part of the Dead Sea? asked Benedict. No, Benedict, answered Yosef. You will learn about that later. Benedict was frustrated with Yosef's reply. This is the third time I've asked about the Dead Sea and no one will give me a straight answer. I don't understand. Isn't it just another body of water, he shouted. No one answered him. The group continued wading in the water, making sure to stay close to the tour guide's torch, and came out the other end of the tunnel a short while later, which ended their tour of the city. Outside of the city, they made a quick stop at a bustling marketplace to buy some things. There were vendors selling vegetables, fruits, olives, nuts, spices, baked goods, meat, and fish of all kinds. Reggie's mom brought a variety of things to bring back to the hotel. Everything smells so tantalizing, she exclaimed. What an awesome day in a marvelous city, remarked Coach Flo. The rest of the group commented on the sights during the entire bus ride back to Tel Aviv. The next week went quickly as the eggs had their morning lessons with Miss Poach and learned from Yosef and his family during the afternoons. Their time in Israel was coming to an end. I want to make sure to show you one more thing before you leave, said Yosef. Tomorrow we will make a trip to the Dead Sea. Finally, shouted Benedict. I want to see what that is all about. You're going to find out tomorrow, Benedict, said Sigourney with a wink. The next day after morning lessons, the group climbed aboard the bus that would take them to the Dead Sea. The two-hour bus ride seemed endless to Benedict. Are we almost there, Yosef? Yes, Benedict, another half hour, replied Yosef. Finally, the bus arrived at the Dead Sea. Shelley gathered the group outside of the bus and gave them some facts. The Dead Sea is the lowest place on Earth. It is 1,300 feet below sea level. It is very, very, very salty. In fact, it's about six times saltier than the ocean. Wow, that's salty. Is that what is so special about it, asked Benedict. Why is it called the Dead Sea? Meg replied, Benedict, it's called the Dead Sea because no creatures or plants can live there due to the high salt content. Oh, I get it. That's really interesting. No creatures, hmm, said Miss Poach. I think I might be able to go a little deeper into this sea. By the way, how deep is it, Shelley? The deepest part of the Dead Sea is 1,400 feet, but you won't be going anywhere near that. But be very careful not to put your head underwater. The heavy salt content can harm your eyes, Shelley cautioned. Is there a place to rent rafts or tubes here, Shelley? asked Gregory. We want to take them into the water. Shelley laughed. Gregory, Take a look at the people in the sea. She pointed to the water. People are floating, but there is certainly no need for a raft. 
It's impossible to sink in the Dead Sea because of the high salt content. You mean we can go into the sea and we will float all by ourselves without a raft or anything? exclaimed Reggie. Yes, that's right, answered Shelley. Now go ahead into the water, but again, be very careful. Remember what I said about not putting your head underwater. This is a special sea, said Benedict. We didn't tell you because we wanted it to be a surprise for everyone, Shelley said to Benedict. The eggs ran into the sea and bobbed up and down with delight. Look at that guy over there, Sigourney, said Meg. He's reading a newspaper in the water. I see him, and that lady over there is reading a book. It looks like they're lounging on a chair in the water, but they're actually just floating. This is so cool, Sigourney replied. As the rest of the group walked to the beach to watch the eggs in the water, Shelley told them that the Dead Sea is also filled with mineral-rich mud packs. You can rub the mud all over your body, and it will give your skin nourishing minerals. Just breathing in the air here can also be beneficial for your health. That sounds great to me, said Miss Poach. She walked toward the sea. As she reached the seabed, she stooped down, picked up some of the black mud. She spread it all over her body. Some of the parents did the same. They relaxed in the water for a while. Later that afternoon, it was time to board the bus to return to the hotel in Tel Aviv. What a great day, said Coach Flo. I feel like I was at a spa. Me too, added Miss Poach. I feel refreshed. The next week, the eggs had to get ready to leave Israel. Yosef and his father accompanied them to the airport. We had a wonderful time in your country. Thank you very much for your fine hospitality. Shelley hugged them. Give Dahlia a kiss for us. The group echoed the same sentiments as they all said their goodbyes. Yosef, may we have your contact information so we can keep in touch, asked Sigourney. Yes, I have it ready. I was hoping you would ask me, he replied as he handed Sigourney a slip of paper. And I have a postcard already written out for Peggy. It's from the old city. I know she will love it. Will you mail this for us, Joseph? Certainly, he replied. Shalom. Shalom, shalom, everyone said as they left and boarded the plane. I'm exhausted, said Miss Poach. I think I will take a nap. She began to close her eyes and settle into her seat on the plane. Miss Poach, aren't you forgetting something, asked Meg. Miss Poach knew what the eggs were waiting for as she smiled warmly. Yes, children, I was just seeing if you were on your toes. Here you go. She handed them their envelopes. Reggie tore his envelope open first. Italy! Awesome! We can have some real pizza! Pizza? Question Meg. Don't you mean pizza? Well, when I was little, I couldn't say pizza. It always came out pizza, so it just stuck with me, replied Reggie. Pizza it is, said Coach Flo. Pizza, pizza, shouted the eggs as they waved their arms up in the air and laughed as their plane departed. The old city sure sounds beautiful, doesn't it? And isn't it cool that you can float in the Dead Sea without a raft? Here's some things you can do for further exploration. Why don't you research the old city? It's a hub for three great religions. Can you name them? What kind of merchandise and food is sold there? What are the names of the other gates? What was the original intent on building the ramparts? And where did the water come from for the Tunnel of Shiloh? Here's an experiment. Try to imitate the egg's experience of floating in the Dead Sea by doing a floating egg experiment. You'll need water, salt, and an egg. 
Look on the internet for the directions. See how much salt you need to add in order for the egg to float. This is such an interesting experiment. Well, I hope you enjoyed Israel. See you next time as we explore Italy. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a good egg. To learn more, visit www.thegoodeggs.org. You'll find information on the Good Eggs book series, lesson plans, word search and crossword puzzles, and more. You can also learn about the Good Eggs Foundation and how we serve our community. There's a lot to see on our website, so be sure to check it out. That's www.thegoodeggs.org. Thank you.